One might even argue I'm going to press all the buttons. Excellent. Because we're now live, and there is a fact. And currently, I cannot hear any air conditioner or fireworks. Excellent. Th- those were both concerns. <laughs> and, and now, people listening to this in October will have an idea for when it might have been recorded. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have the fireworks. <laughs> oh, that's right, because leveling up has occurred. Uh-huh. All the characters are level 9 now. Well, I should probably, <laughs> I should probably start the introduction. Hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 3. This is a homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign with a bunch of Spelljammer stuff homebrewed in. My name is Crash. I will be your token uh, cis-het white guy. Oh. Because I'm currently the only cis-het white guy that, that's playing this game tonight in this particular group. Um, I think you're the only cis person here. Uh I think so. Here, currently, yes, because Matt is doing fatherly duties again, driving kids uh-huh. to and from. But yeah. I, I don't get to say that when he's here. <laughs> right. Because right. otherwise, it, wow. it, there's, a, there's actually two of us. You know, years ago, and I should probably introduce everyone else, but slight digression because this is how we play the game. Um, or avoid playing the game, or whatever. Uh, years ago, when I first started podcasting out these D&D sessions. It was, I think, before I started streaming them. I actually lamented that the group that I was a part of was not very diverse at all. It was mostly a bunch of straight white guys. Um, We had Chris and we had Eric. So there was a bit of diversity in there. But the rest of us were just like, guys. And now... (laughs) (laughs) It's changed a bit. (laughs) and, And I have done... Yeah, and, and the best part of it is, it's not like I went out and did recruiting. No. I. It's just, it happened. Um, w- which I like because that's a lot less work. Um, and I'm lazy. I am very lazy. So, tonight we are joined by a bunch of incredibly awesome people, including Archbeth is hanging out in Discord chat. LFA, once again, is hanging out in Twitch chat. Um, yes, fireworks are forever, uh, but fingers are not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unless you get someone to cast the right spells on you. I was talking real life, but that too. Uh, also, we have Ellie, Eo, Jen, and Cindy joining us. And we're all going to play adorable little kobolds. Well, and by we, uh, and all of us, I mean everyone but me. <laughs> I'll be sure playing everything adorable else. Zax is, honestly, but okay. <laughs> Zax throws a hammer of thunderbolts. Everyone within a 30-foot diameter gets stunned I think they're adorable (laughs) yeah the DM looks down from on high and goes aww it's so cute (laughs) boom he thinks he's people crash (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, this is why I made that um, emoji (laughs) stuff like this And, and people are not going to understand that it is in fact a Zach's emoji that is appearing in Discord right now. Right. Uh, yeah. Sadly, not on Twitch because we don't rate high enough for multiple emojis on Twitch. Um, every, every now and then I get, um, well, actually, every, after every stream, I get the email that says, here's how you did for this stream. And here's how you get, here's what you need to get to being a partner status. And I think you need an average of 75 viewers to qualify for partner. Oh. 
the highest average I've had in the past quarantine has been two. <laughs> it's not happening. It's it's it's. I'm not quitting my day job. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. I enjoy my day job. So, uh, all these digressions aside, what? I, as I pause to take a look and make sure I have pressed the recording button, so we don't have to do this twice. Oh my! Yeah, we are recording. What happened last week? Um, we defeated a meaty pile of nope, but yeah. instead <laughs> the camp are eventless nope now. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, it wouldn't Which stay dead. Which also means that I sort of no longer have a bag of holding. I mean, I have a bag of holding, it's but just full. I also it's full don't of nope. have a bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a bag of holding because I have a decanter of endless nope. Yep. Maybe it's a bag of devouring now. No. No, if it were a bag of devouring, I'd have different problems. I need a bag of devouring. (laughs) (laughs) We just see Chroma with a bag of holding and bag of devouring. She's holding the open ends next to each other and shaking them vigorously. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to solve one problem with another problem. (laughs) Yeah. Transferring the nope that's in the bag of holding into the bag of devouring. (laughs) Shake, shake, shake. Okay, well, in addition to uh, creating a bag of, a, a decanter of endless nope, mm-hmm. which will never not be funny for me, <laughs> the person who does not have to deal with this problem, yeah, there were there was some other things that happened. Uh, we talked to Kevin and I forget their name, the scientist who made the oh damn Bindle Brightlight. That's it, Bindle Brightlight. We took them up to the moon. We got permission from Sniv for them to stay a while. By having Sniv hire Brindle, and then we got some more information about what that half sphere thing on the moon is. And yeah, it turns out not only can it close a crystal sphere up, but it also seems to be how the last mind flare was moving the moon around. It's not just the moon; it's a space station, otherwise known as the anti-Star Wars. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, help me, if any single one of you invents a lightsaber. Um, he says while staring directly at Chroma. <laughs> uh, um, don't worry. Chroma, what's that cylinder you've got behind your back? A flashlight. Chroma, Chroma put it down. Put it down. Chroma, get back it's here. It's a flashlight. <laughs> it's a flashlight. It's a flashlight. How many lumens, Chroma? How many lumens? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it has all the lumens <laughs> so fun fact since I my day job happens to be at a performing arts academy we do have some very nice spotlights that we occasionally wheel out for productions well not during the pandemic but you get the idea and they have a shutter system that you can open or close to varying degrees but when we purchased them we were told by the company that helped us set them up do not leave the spotlight on and the shutter closed. If you're not using it, you turn it off. Because if you don't turn it off and you leave the shutter closed, it will melt the shutter, the metal shutter. Oh. Oh. It will eventually burn. Now, it takes a while, but it will eventually burn through. Hmm. And considering that I have melted um, 
a considerable number, a, a non-zero number of things over a campfire in my tenure as a Boy Scout. I see how this is possible. Moving forward, a few of you learned other things. I'm, I'm trying something new where I have given information to the players. So we don't need to sit and listen to me talk. I mean, we could still. I, I do like the sound of my own voice. But it's been a few days. Uh, I imagine that many of your characters had some conversations with your various patrons, i.e. kobolds from season one and two. Uh, they may have had some insight to give you. And also, Chroma was working in close proximity with Bindle on the half-sphere that has been referred to as a lock recently. So Bindle's figured out some things as well. Is there anything that a kobold might like to share with their friends that are also kobolds? <laughs> um, okay, guys. So I got an update from Marwise. She's been having trouble finding a lot of specifics. But yes, she has found references to Amigo that sleeps in a gas giant. And she thinks there would have to be some sort of cataclysm to disrupt the gas giant enough to let something out, which she believes may have been the plan for the moon. She doesn't know where exactly that would be, but says the fact that the moon was going in a straight line might be a hint, but she doesn't know anyone out in the flow to really work much with that. Hmm. I need a vial of really specific blue smoke if I want to make the moon move, which um, I probably don't on account of Circulus needs the moon, but um, if we were going to um, downscale the uh, device to power, you know, regular-sized ships without needing to eat all of somebody's spell slots, we'd still need the vial of really specific blue smoke. Okay, I don't know what that is, but... You'll probably make one or find it, I think. Are you saying it used to have blue smoke and someone let it out? Hmm. Um, maybe? And then a whole bunch of people uh, tried to make it work without the blue smoke, and mostly that didn't work very well, I guess, except, um, well, brain. I don't think we like that substitute for blue smoke. I think that's a bad substitute for blue smoke. At this point, the door of the room that you're in bursts open and Bindle comes in. You're assuming it's Bindle mm -hmm. because there's a large collection of papers, not a stack of papers like you've usually seen Kevin carrying around, but it's like Bindle wanted to be checking her notes while she was running over to say hi. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're all fanned out. Oh, Chroma, I've been looking for you. This is the fifth or sixth room I've walked into. Maybe seventh. Oh, sorry. There, there was some very nice kobolds. That I had conversations with, but uh, never mind about that. Check this out. And she puts down a, a, the notes that she's been looking at. They are covered in calculations. I will check them out. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Um, That's a 14. I, you, know, uh, you know their numbers. You know I, the math. Want, Sorry? I want to use my feature. Okay. To add my int modifier. Well, that will take it up to 15 or higher. So, yep. <laughs> okay. So... It looks like um, one of the aftermarket editions that was put in there in an attempt to make the lock work without the magical blue smoke that was released. Mm -hmm. I mean, no one knows why they tried to make it work. Out. No, everyone knows that devices don't work after you release the magical blue smoke. But never mind about that. Mm -hmm. 
because this is a land of magic and dragons and kobolds, and therefore it doesn't have to be based on reality. That's why you're breathing on the moon. <laughs> yes. Well, one of those did a nope, which, by the calculations listed here, should have torn Circulus apart. Um, okay, I'm looking at it, but, um, there's still a planet down there, so I think I'm looking at it wrong. Well, that's just it. The planet's still there. That means this wasn't left alone. Someone helped fix it. Or or make it worse. It could have been made worse. And that would have saved the planet? Well, it really depends on whose perspective you're looking at. Uh, so if you look here, and she mm-hmm. picks up a paper. No, no, wrong one. She picks up a different paper. This one. This one. Okay, so it would have created a bunch of, like, stress points on the planet that would have... Actually, this one would have been moving, which is kind of weird, but, you know, whatever. They, they would have been linked to various other planes of reality, and depending on how they were arranged, they would have been pulling things off the planet and onto the planet, and, and eventually they would have grown so powerful, it would have, like, just pulled the entire planet into the various elemental planes of existence. So, like, a lot of it would go to the elemental plane of water, a lot of it would go to the elemental plane of Earth, the Fire Nation would attack... It would have been horrible, but it didn't, which means, and she picks up another paper and another paper, and it was one of these. Oh, here it is. It's one of the ones that fell on the floor. It means someone moved the stress points. Did they do that by moving Do we know where they moved the stress points to? Oh, the stress points wouldn't have been on the moon. Well, the stress points would have been movable. They would have looked like like a large gem, kind of. Um. And... It looks like, since the planet's still there, someone did move them. If you move them closer together, they'd stop sharing the planet apart. Which is fascinating, because usually you move a bunch of powerful things together, bad things happen. Huh. (laughs) Laughing at the chat, sorry. (laughs) Archbeth has some interesting (laughs) theories. Yes. The DM is very, very tempted to say, well, that wasn't the canon... But, (laughs) however, this is actually referencing something that has already happened, not in this campaign. Hmm. Of course, if we look at these calculations here, which are kind of half finished, I would need more data. Uh, If you put all the stress points together, they kind of start to fuse together. And um, when they fuse together, they... Release a lot of magical energy. Could something theoretically eat that magical energy to be more... Well, not eat, eat, but use it to be more powerful? Well, energy is transmutable. I I wouldn't be too shocked, especially if it's like extra planar energy. Uh, That is how a few things get fueled. Matter of fact, if you could find these... You could probably use them as a makeshift substitute until we got more blue smoke. Ooh. Um, it would be helpful if I knew where my mom was right now and whether... And it would be real helpful if I could get slightly more coherent stories out of her sometimes. And... Well, does anyone have sending? Nope. I do not. Thank goodness. (laughs) I mean, oh, that's too bad. (laughs) Have I mentioned that your mom terrifies me? Because yeah, well, I, 
She has that I, effect on people. Mm-hmm. Have I mentioned it before today? I, I, uh, I try to mention uh, it at least once per day, I sometimes twice. For the record, Chroma, you have heard Bindle mention that your mom is terrifying at least five different times today. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Three times during breakfast. So we're looking for a gem? I don't really understand all the stuff you two are just talking about. I think we're looking for the things that an ancient green dragon wanted to use to be a god. But the focus of that story was um, mostly the tongue thing. Right. Zeely. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The DM's face hurts because he's smiling too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... I think I think Gox said there's more than one of those like gem things. They're not gems. They're like oh, there know. would have been at least four. Yeah, yeah, four of them, and they're like stuck somewhere. Last he heard. Okay, let's go ask him. They were stuck. I really somewhere? don't want to hear my. I really don't want to hear mom talk about the tongue thing again. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, that was probably pretty traumatic at the time, I would think. But all right, um, yeah. If okay, Gox so is still hanging around, then so where do we find this Gox person? Uh, he's he. Last I heard, he's trying to train Cobalt on the moon. So if we just like listen for fighting, that's probably where he is. Would it be a series of dull explosions and occasionally a very loud roar? That's it. Go there. <laughs> Here, I'll lead the way. Either that or mom's back. Mm. Quietly in the distance. Let's get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make a kobold out of you. <laughs> Considering right, the nature so. of kobolds, some of the ones that started off their training as male would not be by the end of it, and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> Not unheard of with cobalts, you know? <laughs> not not unheard of with cobalts, yeah. They're yeah. like the dinosaurs from the first Jurassic Park. <laughs> yep, just sort of switched. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. All right, so I'm going to assume that we find Gox and... It, it's not going to be very hard. I'm not going to RP you doing a search. And I appreciate that right. EO is now in Twitch chat giving a rundown of Zeely's big adventure. <laughs> <laughs> in, in dragon digestive systems <laughs> so there some characters no digestive systems involved the mouth is part of a digestive system okay that's it's fair. the start of it mm-hmm. it's, some characters spent their entire existence in that campaign trying to avoid being eaten and being and failing miserably and then zeely goes in dimension doors into the mouth of an ancient green oh it did keep her from spell casting. It did. <laughs> that was that was not the intention of the of the dimension door, but that was the function. The intention <laughs> involved an intent to dump animated objects into the dragon, which would have been wonderful if there hadn't been a breath weapon. Indeed, and if Sealy okay. hadn't had a negative constitution modifier at the time. Oh, right. At the time. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had a whole other session, well, season rather, where leveling up happened. And we then encountered Zeely the Destroyer. (laughs) And her dad. Wow, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so you um, encountered 
Gox's makeshift dojo. It's not as mm-hmm. uh, defined and planned out as the one that Gox uses as uh, his main dojo. Right. Which I believe is in Faerun. I think it is. Yeah, that's where we yeah. get it. So, yeah, it's not as big or fancy as, as that. It has more craters. It has more craters, yeah. And he's so- not really training just barbarians. I mean, these are like... We're hoping these kobolds will turn into soldiers, you know, or better soldiers. So it's a slightly different technique, but not too far off, you know. Um, so, yeah, he's in there training all these kobolds, trying to keep them alive in battle, you know. You, you've had some good prospects, many of the ones that uh, took to your training well. I don't know if I should be reading chat right now because there's <laughs> laughter coming from the text. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to go back and I might sigh heavily afterwards or I might want to retroactively give inspiration. But moving forward. No, no, I have just had, it, it's it's 15 seconds. I have just had a realization about what a symbol means on the D&D Beyond character sheet. The location of my cloak of the bat is not, in fact, location cake. It's a shoulder pad. <laughs> I would assume if you saw a cake icon, it's consumable. Oh wow! Please do not it's eat the, the magic item. It does look like a cake. <laughs> I'm looking oh at a very God. small image, and that does look like cake. It looks like a slice with, of cake, yeah, with a little bit of whipped cream on top. In fact, uh huh, yeah. All these months, I've thought it was a piece of cake, and I was trying to figure out what location cake meant. Now no, I can't. It's a shoulder now pad. I th- always thought it was a backpack, but now I c- with the bedroll on it. But now I can't see it as anything but cake. <laughs> it's not even a. Now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. That was my first thought when I looked at it. Cake. Right, cake. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna let Ellie eat cake. Uh, we're going to move forward <laughs> with. Oh my goodness. Moving forward is probably one of my most used phrases right now for the Cobalt game. Well, it's See, now the cloak of the bat needs a stomach icon for location. <laughs> <laughs> stomach of holding. Uh, moving forward. Yeah. Again, that that's going to be another square in the bingo card up there with I love this game. Glancing blow. Yep. Uh, you've you've had some good prospects. Gox has had some kobolds that fared pretty well. Most of them end up going on to becoming dragon shields because they're one more durable. And to train under Gox, you do need a level of durability that is above that of most stock-issue Cobalts. Yep. Uh, they also tend to be more brave, more stalwart. Uh, they use better armaments because they've been trained to use better armaments. Yep. Uh, the, majo- <laughs> the vast majority of the Cobalts that are sent to train under you wash out. And by wash out, I mean they show up, they get to see Gox doing training and then they suddenly come down with a cold and can't come to training the next day yeah you didn't go... say she was a dragon he <laughs> he <Yeah>. yep <laughs> okay you didn't say he was a dragon i don't see why that would be crucial to determining how terrifying it is well how else are you going to learn how to fight a dragon see a textbook no nope. maybe one with Doesn't pictures Nope, doesn't work that way either. Gotta get in there and fight can one. Only, a textbook can only teach you how to fight animated objects. <laughs> I volunteer to fight the animated objects. 
I volunteer to, uh, um, so, you know, some of the halls are getting kind of dirty. I volunteer to be uh, one of the custodial staff. Mm. I mean, if you want, you can do that, but, uh, you know. Yeah, they're eliminating that position. They've outsourced it. That's, that might work. That might be useful. Well, apparently they're bringing up some devices from the Surface called Hallway Buzz. <laughs> that are cleaning the hallways now. Yeah. Okay, that'll do. So, so that Those position has been eliminated. Those things freak out when I turn into a dragon, so, yeah. I mean, maybe you'd be more interested being, like, um, I don't know, um, one of those... Uh, what are they, inventors or something? I mean, they don't get into battles with dragons very often. I'm allergic to scorpion stings. Ah, uh, that, okay. Well, there must I'm be I'm allergic to skunk you spray. You're allergic to what? Skunk spray. Oh, yeah. Common yeah, well, hazard a, with bubble inventors. That's a common allergen, you know. It's, yeah, it's, that's not unheard of, but... Uh, I'm yeah, allergic to gonna... green slime. Oh, my... Okay, not that, but there's got to be there's got to be something you can do. It's it's a very common allergy. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go back to. Oh, hey. Uh, I'm gonna go talk to these cobalts. Just came in. Um, you'll work this out. You'll figure it out. I'm sure. And uh, Gox goes over to the group, <laughs> which means he's not training anyone right now. So he's gonna like whistle really loud. And be like, all right, take a break. Go get some food. We'll pick this up in a minute. A uh, whole bunch of kobolds go over and form a line over by craft services. Yeah. <laughs> Just off you go. Right. So what's up, everybody? Hi. Um, can we ask about the thing with um, the ancient green dragon from um, somebody who's not going to tell me about the mouth <laughs> thing again? <laughs> yeah, Zeely talks about that quite a bit. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, what do you want to know? Like, how to fight one? Or, um... Because, I mean, I, you know, I can probably explain that better. Okay, than so I... there are some, um, dimensional stabilizer things that go to various planes, probably elemental planes, and, um... Oh, the big rock things, yeah. Yeah, those are, um, there's four of them. And, and right, like them existing together is the reason the world didn't get torn apart, so, uh, but also they're kind of the best possible well, improvised power source to potentially move the moon and or a miniaturized version of the thing that can move the moon. Wow, breathe, you are definitely Zeely's daughter. Wow, okay, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know about moving the moon, but, um, I, I know those four crystals couldn't be moved, at least at the end of that battle. I have... No idea if anybody's moved them since. I really haven't gone to check, but I mean, fiddle punch. I might wonder a if little the bit. moon could move them. How is? Um... I mean, the control system for the moon could move them. Maybe I don't I know. Strongly they... don't recommend that we pilot the moon to the circuit. <laughs> well, no, but but I mean, they got okay, made yeah. in the first place. Do you happen to know where they are? Yeah, they're... Um, where they were the last time you saw them? Yeah, last time I saw them, they were, uh, like, in the um, cave, I guess, or whatever, that Malthomax had uh, as a lair, I suppose. Um, they were off to the side in, like, a smaller uh, tunnel, and they were all stuck on, like, in a circle, but they weren't, like, they didn't make a teleportation thing or anything like that, and... We tried, but we couldn't get any of them to move off of the thing they were attached to. I guess they're still there. I mean, I couldn't move them at the time. I'm a lot stronger now. Maybe now I can, but I might break it. Please don't break the things <laughs> that are keeping Circulus from being torn apart. How are they doing that, though? 
Um, I could explain the math to you. Do you have a month? Uh, what? They magic are magic. Okay, sure. They're stabilizing the plane. The planes in relation to Circulus. They're keeping Circulus from trying to go to all the planes at once. It's actually kind of like it because they were all moved together. They're just not actively destroying the planet. Uh, okay. So, um, if the planet's still intact, I'm assuming those uh, crystal things are, like, still there. Oh, or probably. Still together. Or what? At least still together. Could be that, yeah. I mean, I don't know who would... I don't know. There's not I mean people that know about them. I mean, they could have also detonated. Uh, that huge sea in the middle of your continent, mm-hmm. that's about as big as the continent, was that always there? Yeah, well... Um, I, I think uh, according to Daldane, not always, but it's been a long time. How, uh, like how long? Centuries? God's through the Millennia. moon, through the planet. Okay, that's well then that, that wasn't that. from these things blowing up. But if you want to make no. another one, no, the mountain on the other side, also not from these things blowing up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Could you point on the globe to where we need to go to to find them? Uh, let me see, and. Uh, Gox looks at the globe for a little bit, tries to remember where the um, where they were when they were fighting the big oh, green dragon. And... They were in the Orc lands. I'm sorry, what? They were in the Orc lands. Which oh, you, right. You you fondly remember the large amounts of undead. Yeah. And and dinosaurs. And dinosaurs. And undead dinosaurs. Right. Still one of which Zeely vaporized. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was when Zeely's star became a thing. Yeah, yes. that was memorable. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's out there. It's in the Orklands, and um, um, you know, it's in like a underground kind of sort of a. It's not like a. I guess it's kind of a cave. It's if we give you place. a map of the Orklands, I have a map of the Orklands. Huh? You have a map of the Orklands. It was extra credit work. Oh, excellent! Cool. All right, let me take a look at that. Uh, it is drawn in crayon in uh, Jr's sketchbook because, of course, it okay. is. But it is, yeah. it, it is even in a crayon map of the Orklands, it is very easy to pick out the lone volcano that is not near any other mountains. That's just like plopped there like it was put there by an evil villain that wanted a lair. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we went into? I can't remember if it was a volcano. Yep. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a mountain. It was, it's an extinct volcano. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, this is probably where to go. I mean, I don't know what's happened there since. I've been a little busy, as you can see, but um, it should be in there. And if nobody's moved them, it's, you go all the way back to, like, the biggest room. And then uh, there's a little, like, uh, tunnel kind of there. And then you'll find four of those big crystal things sitting in a circle, unless somebody else moved them. Anything else we should know? Um, Anything we shouldn't should or shouldn't touch? Um, trying to remember. There's some statues. I th- there might still be some statues uh, on the way in, and um, you don't want to touch those. Okay, no statues. No Got statues. It. Don't don't mess with the statues. Um, I mean, unless you want to fight, which I don't think all of you do. Uh, <laughs> I know one of you does, but I don't think the rest of you do. Um, yeah. So there's that, and I know like before, uh, all those things got stuck there that um. I know Meepo was carrying around one of them for a while, so she might know some stuff, too, if she remembers. Meepo? Isn't she not here she, anymore? She's canonically still in Faerun. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's uh, she's she's off in Faerun. She went with uh, I heard she went with Vex. I guess we'd have to go to another well world. Snacks might too. know something, huh? Oh yeah. Snacks is currently spending some time down on the surface already. Apparently, oh. he's hanging out with his patron right now. Oh okay. Who, not being a kobold patron, is not necessarily welcome on the moon unless he can convince um, Sniv that he, as well, is there to be an outside consultant. <laughs> it might work. <laughs> and for some reason, Ari was very happy to just stay in Coomridge in his mountain lair <laughs> and not let a whole lot of people know he exists. That sounds that's right. fair. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, okay. Well, that's, that's, I think, all I can tell you about it. I know, like, those, if those crystals are still there, then nobody else has been able to move them either. Um, okay. And you want to... Um, I can't remember. Like, they're not fragile, but you don't want to, like, drop them or something, I guess. But um, I'm not really sure. Fiddlepunch knows a little bit more about how all that stuff works, but it's that's over my head. I, or I didn't I back then. I might now. Mm-hmm. We will treat the um, world-stabilizing crystals with the utmost respect and care. Okay, sounds like a plan. Does your, uh, does Zeely know you're going after these? Um... I mean, I'm not going to tell her. That's up to you, but, um, just wondering. Zeely so has no, things to I think about I don't know right where... I still am not really sure where she is right now or what she's doing, so, you know, that's fair, right? I By the way, it. canonically, this is all happening after the Hit and Abyss campaign has come to an end, so Zeely can be where... Ever Eo wants Zeely to be. Zeely is avoiding, um, well, Sniv especially, but <laughs> most of the Council of Tales in general. Sounds about right. Okay. So you have an idea for a quest, mm-hmm. and you have a location that you can go to. And we, we have a starship. You yeah. do, in fact, have a means of going down to the surface. Hey, Bindle, you want to come for a ride? Will Zeely be there? Probably, Probably not. not. Then it sounds like an excellent idea. I can't think of any reason why she would be there. This is sounding better and better. Let's go to the the Orklands, you said. Huh? You can see them from Flotsam. If you're down by the harbor on a clear day, never been there. Want to see them closer? Sure. All right, well, if you go, though, it's really warm there, and there's, like, a lot of um, really big dinosaurs and zombies last I was there so um oh. just be aware of that you know so some of the t-rexes i think were zombies it's interesting battles but um oh you know i just remembered i need to check my billable hours for being an outside consultant i oh, i'm gonna yeah. i've heard this before okay i need to go <laughs> I just had somebody like, talk me into that kind maybe of stuff. right now i i need to uh go go take care of that so, uh, have fun in the Orklands. Uh, <laughs> if and, it gives you a hard time, you can probably hide in Marwise's uh, satellite library, secondary library, the library she's establishing up here on the moon. Or you can hang out here. I don't think Sam's going to mess with me, but, you know. You, you anyway, think Marwise um, would let me? Yeah. I mean, her library tends to focus on the history section, but it is a library. She wants people to come there and read and Occasionally borrow books, provided they know how to take care of books. Well, yeah, she's one of the high clerics of Agma. So yeah, I'm, don't mess up her books, and I'm sure she'll let you. I'm uh, going to go do some 
Research. Yes, I just remembered I need to do some research. Uh, so have, have fun. fun. Yeah, enjoy the, the zombie dinosaurs. Uh, gonna we will. Go, uh, I, you know, I believe you will. Bye. <laughs> That's the second person I've had freak out about fighting today. Second one. I have some new stuff I need to test. Okay. All right. Uh, if you guys are done with me, I'm going to corral all these kobolds and get them back into training. Thank you, Gux. All right, no problem. Anytime you need something, you can probably find me. Mostly here for now, because these, these kobolds need help. These are not barbarians, but some of them maybe, but not yet. And Gox whistles really loud again and says, All right, food time's over. Get back into training. Go, 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 go. Bye. Bye. One of the combatants appear to be taller than the others. It was, in fact, two kobolds in a suit of armor. All right, you two, you can't fight in the same suit of armor. you got to, like, share or find one your size. Here, go over there, see what but, there is. But it's a human-sized suit of armor, and my legs don't reach down. Yeah, that's... I don't even know And my arms don't here. reach up. All right, go One of the Dragonborn one. left it. It's, sorry, what? Uh, remember, there were Dragonborn on the moon for a uh, while. That's right, After yeah. the Cobalt no, left. you got to find one your size, otherwise you're never going to be effective in battle. It's more of a liability if it doesn't fit. Go find a better one. They sigh heavily, and the one on top gets off. So now you have a cobalt in comically long legs and another one with comically long arms. <laughs> but they're all cobalt height. Oh, boy. It's going to be a lot of work. Okay, and we have a fade out as that scene ends. <laughs> <laughs> this is Gox's life now. <laughs> right. Fortunately, Gox is, like, really patient, you know? So. Well, this is this is not too far deviated from the epilogue that you created for Gox at the end of Season 2. So, yeah. it's just on the moon now. Yeah. <laughs> you mean, like, the, the the Barbarian Dojo, that thing? Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. It's similar. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. You just have to remember the pellet with the poisons and the flagon with the dragon. <laughs> All right, so... Chalice from the Palace has the brew that is true. This is familiar, and I can't remember what it's from, but I... <laughs> the, the Court Jester with uh, Danny Kay. Oh, that's why. It's been a long time since I've watched that. All right. So we are right at a scene change, and we've not quite been playing for an hour yet, but we're close enough that what do you say we take this moment to take our short break, grab a bite to eat, some of us? Some of us might have yeah. dinner ready. Uh, and when we come back, we will be... Welcoming you to the jungle <laughs> for fun right. and games. Sounds good. All right. All right. We'll, we'll be right back. Okay, the buttons have Wrong been pressed. Button. <laughs> no, no, this one was the correct button. You may have noticed the trap door is un- opened underneath all your chairs, and oh, oh no, you're still here. The trap doors did not work. <laughs> yeah, they were going sorry, to dump. They get stuck sometimes. They were going to dump each of you into a pile of kittens. Oh no! Oh well, no! Okay, I don't so Jen's, Jen's, they were actually <laughs> stuffed figures of kittens because I know okay, they've got allergies. But for the rest of you, they were yeah. actual kittens. I want to Aww. Aww. 
Well, they installed the trapdoor somewhere. <laughs> Five random people are just in piles of kittens. <laughs> there are somewhere. worse fates. <laughs> there, there are worse fates, unless you have allergies. Right. Okay. That's, yeah. so, wow. so we're back, and Matt is here, so Snacks appears. Snacks has come back to the moon from being on the surface, and just when he gets here, he runs into the rest of the kobolds, and they're like, hey, we're going down to the surface, let's go. We're going to the orc lands. Okay. And we're looking for some big, shiny crystal things that may or may not be stuck in a cave. And the okay. world depends on them and them being um, together. So that Circulus okay. doesn't try to go to all of the planes at once. That that sounds like that would end not goodly. Yeah, yeah. And we need them to um let the, moon the be a, thing. let the moon be a space station. Right. How many of them do we have to get? Uh, I think there's four. They have to stay together. If you take them away from each other, then they'll start destabilizing, and that would be bad because Circulus would try to go to all of the planes at once. Can we hide them in extra dimensional spaces? I don't know, I don't and I don't remember. want to do. I do not want to do that experiment. The DM has an answer for this that people who played in the first campaign would actually know the answer for. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no one in this party would know, <laughs> which is glorious. Yeah, I don't know if I know the answer to that anymore. But anyway, that's yes, it, I have a vague they, recollection they of the answer. <laughs> yeah, the answer is yes because several of them were placed in bags of holding. A matter well, of fact, that's true. Yeah. Matter of fact, Malathomax and Thava were not able to be tracked in spite of being able to track the location of the elemental foci because they hid them in extramental spaces. So mm-hmm. Fiddlepunch could not pinpoint their location. He would have not been mm-hmm. happy if he had pinpointed it because for a time Malathomax was hiding underneath the lake right next to his home. <laughs> so oh, no. it, it'd be yeah. that scene from Alien where you see oh, the blinking wow. light right on top of your location. Like, oh dear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you approach the Orc lands, uh, it's it, a huge portion of it is jungle because, of course, it is. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to live there, so when they were divvying things up, the Orcs who helped overthrow the Empire were told, hey, um, you want to hang out here and do whatever you want? And the most of the Orc clans were like, yeah, sure. Sounds like fun. Do we get to beat things up? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, sounds like fun. Um, not all of them did. There's plenty of orcs on the rest of the continent as well, but the orc lands very heavily populated with the kind of orcs that thought living in a jungle and beating things up was a fun idea. Um, but every now and then you find a volcano because there's dinosaurs in this jungle. And if you have dinosaurs, every diorama has taught me there must be a volcano. <laughs> also, occasionally a large rock just sort of like hovering above the scene while all the dinosaurs look up at it and a crater and a crater yes uh well the crater comes after the dinosaurs are evenly distributed let's put it that way or while they're being <laughs> evenly distributed it depends timey wimey wibbly wobbly see i figured it would just be called orog new hmm? moving forward which <laughs> if i say it a bunch of times you don't get to keep marking off that square on the bingo card you only get to mark it off once i'm sorry uh, as you approach the mountain that you've been told this is where you go, mm-hmm. you notice that there are, there's a, normally I like saying there's a non-zero number of something. I don't get to mm-hmm. say that this time. There is, in fact, a zero number of landing spots that are on the 
mountain itself. If we were perhaps flying a smaller ship, one that didn't have six legs that are long and spindly and (laughs) spread out over a very large area uh, as your landing gear, perhaps there'd be places on this mountain that you would be able to land. But it seems designed to not allow that. Um, And there's thick jungle right next to it, which also has some problems. Uh, You could attempt it. I would allow you to make a roll to to pull that off. Uh, Or if you want to do a landing that does not require a roll, there does seem to be um, a settlement that is less than a day's journey away from the mountain. What do you think, gang? Mm. You're the pilot. How do you feel about your abilities? I like the safer landing. Probably a good choice. We would meet some orcs. That's probably going to happen anyway. I mean, that might be fun. They are on my checklist. You have a checklist? Of things I would like to see. Okay. Okay, let's go meet orcs. Uh, JR shows you the checklist. It does say elemental foci. It says orcs, dinosaurs, zombies, zombie dinosaurs. <laughs> so he's making this list while talking to docs. Right. He's just listening Pretty. and taking notes. <laughs> well, he had his sketchbook hey. out anyway. Well, yeah. They yeah. They were just taking notes. On- uh-huh. <laughs> Like so these are things. Pictures. Yeah, these are things that have not been encountered on Circulus before. Gr would like to encounter them. Gr has encountered zombies before. There were a non-zero number of them on the moon, mm, but yes. those were moon zombies. Earth zombies might be different. <laughs> I'll bring the star over to the settlement and set her down. Okay. Uh, there are several small groups of orcs that are pointing at this giant red dragonfly that has landed just outside the city limits. Well, town limits. It's not a city. Uh, Wait until we've put the gangplank down, Karama. Okay, okay. I'm waiting. I'll put the gangplank down. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Anybody speak orc? When my parents went on their honeymoon, they toured Europe, and my dad tried very hard to ask in French how to get to the L'Arc de Triomphe, which is redundant because the O in front of Arc is the, but never mind. On his third attempt, the person who was born and raised in Paris that he was trying to talk to said, look, what are you trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) And that is not unlike what happens here. Oh, okay. So, uh... I'm sorry. The time I went to Greece, I had a similar situation it was but it was not so the 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 greek for do you speak english is milate anglica and i practiced that the entire way from the airport to the hotel just to make sure like just in case they spoke english and i practiced that and i practiced like half a dozen other phrases and i get to the i get to the front desk and i say milate anglica and the receptionist says, yes, please just talk English. Oh. <laughs> it's almost as if people in European countries Are care enough about the world around them to learn more than one language. Mm-hmm. Unlike Americans. But, you know, whatever. Um, Malate well, Anglica sounds very much like I'm, if I said it, I feel like I'd be asking for a cafe Americano. <laughs> yeah, it does. See, I did. I, I did know more than one language. It's just, I knew ancient Greek. <laughs> and that so, would so you look for someone really who's help. really old. No, really was, old. 
I was no, no, older Brody. than that. <laughs> Does anyone the speak Latin? Knowledge, yeah. <laughs> the working knowledge of Greek and Latin can be a big help. <laughs> so, so FYI, Ellie, please let us know if you've ever gotten lost in your own museum. <laughs> M- Not in my own museum. Uh, in in a museum, I was helping guide people around. Yes. <laughs> I want Not to hear mine. more of the story, but yeah, that's, follow up on this afterwards, please. <laughs> There's a story there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and because it is Ellie's story, I know it'll be entertaining, and we will all enjoy hearing it. Uh, but <laughs> it, it happened forward. in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> okay, so it relates. Wonderful. Um, so uh, the orc that has decided they're talking to you as opposed to the other orcs that are just gawking at the fact that there is a freaking huge red dragonfly that parked on their lawns. Uh, there, there is one old orc with a walker that's shaking their fist at you. <laughs> because their lawn happens hey, to be one... Week. Sorry? We did that last week. Yes. <laughs> the cobalt. Yeah, yes, but we didn't record speaking. that. That was a playtest. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> And and that is, by the way, an adorable Hero Forge rendition of Chroma. Yes. With the sidearm. Yeah. Yeah. And a grenade. <laughs> and a grenade. That's canon. That is canon. Uh, so, you hear about the research station? Um, research station? Research station. Yeah. We're the only good spot for... I would like for... to hear about the research station. Well, we're pretty much the starting point for anyone that wanted to go to the research station. We have the only good landing space. Uh, we, have um, a lot of people been landing? Not recently. Hmm. We were heading toward the volcano. Yep, that's where the research station is. Oh, that worked oh, out. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, I have a bad feeling. Yeah, a bunch of people from that gnomish city kept coming in frequently, going mm. back and forth, but they stopped coming like a month or two ago. Uh, they're probably done with whatever they were trying to do. We okay, guess we so. Need to Set get up there a teleportation now. circle. Oh. No, that would take a year. Hmm. I mean, I guess it depends on how long they've been coming. I don't know. Maybe we should just go well, see what they're, you know, what's there they, and what they did. They, they've been coming and going for like 15 years. Oh. Give or oh, take a couple months. Oh, research wait. station. Wait, 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 wait. They've been coming and going for 15 years, and then they just stopped? Well. Okay. So yeah. I would like to reiterate, we need to go there now. Okay. I think that's probably a good idea. Tally ho? Not to put too fine a point on it, but that sounds like something happened. Uh-huh. And, and if something even happened... Even if it's not something bad that ha- happened, we probably ought to know about, about it. Well, we guess yeah. it's because the city's and, not there anymore. Huh? What? Sorry, what? It's, uh, another person chimes up. Yeah, it's kind of hard to miss city not being there anymore. The, the what now? city not being there anymore. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it there? Oh, it flew off. Oh, I didn't know they, the gnomes could do that. They repaired it? Yep. Huh. Uh, only took half the time it. they said it was going to take, too. Huh. Well, I guess that's where only they went, took, then. Wait, only took what? How long? Half the time years. they said it was going to take. They were saying uh, it was going to take 30. I really hope oh. that this math doesn't... Um, Go together and make four. Okay. Let's visit the volcano, which has the research station. All and right. if something terrible has happened, then we can investigate. 
Right. And if something terrible hasn't happened, then we can ransack. <laughs> and then we can visit Malathomax's cave. All right. Because, frankly, if they've been going there for 15 years and they haven't moved the crystals, then the crystals are still going to be there after we've been, after we've finished investigating the research station. And if they have moved the crystals, then I have the terrible feeling they flew away. That's probably true, but we're not going to get any farther away from them. Right, we're not. All right, well, let's uh, start going there. Let's start hiking. At the time you've been having this conversation, multiple orcs have uh, rushed out and formed a kind of like walkway between where your ship has landed and the direction you need to go to get to the mountain. And basically, imagine, if you will, the push cart equivalent of food trucks and vendors. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wait, I can't get at any of my money. It's behind the nope. <laughs> yeah, don't let that out. <laughs> to, to be fair, the way a bag of holding works for most things is you put your hand in, you imagine you the thing that you want, and it appears in your hand. This is not necessarily true for sentient beings that are in a bag of holding. They want to get out. Right. And I think you'd have to, you know, as you put your, think about putting your hand into that particular bag of holding, you'd, ha- you'd automatically be thinking of the nope that's in there. So yeah. It, it has nope. become a yeah. permanent nope dispenser mm-hmm. <laughs> until said time that nope can be removed. Right. I close up the red star. Boop, boop. <laughs> How'd you get the eyes to flash like that? It's very clever. You'll have yeah, to ask, ask Brittle Punch. Gnome. Gnomes. Hmm. I like that Cindy and I came up with the same answer. It's <laughs> a good answer. I could help explain, but um, research station. JR, by the way, has wandered over to one of the push carts that is selling the worst tourist trap trinkets you have ever seen. <laughs> They appear to be mostly rocks that have been glued together with the name of the town written in ink and on them and a pair of googly eyes on top. Oh. That includes the glowing globe of the flow that I bought. No, that one is magical in some way. The rest of these, <laughs> there's nothing magical <laughs> being sold here. <laughs> imagine, if you will, wow. ta- imagine, if you will, a town that has had a s- significant amount of traffic going through it where those people had lots of money mm. and the kind of industry gotcha. that might grow up around that. that gotcha. Sense. Yeah. Well, Neary has literally no currency because none of you has asked for a salary yet. <laughs> There's currency on Zach's page. I sort of forgot I don't know why. needed one. <laughs> I have five gold because that's what I started the game with. I have five gold too. I'm I... pretty sure that I got given that, like, a while ago, and I put it in the bag of holding, and now no, it's gone. behind the note. Yeah. All right, well, and I don't think I want gold, it so... back. Wow, Zach is <laughs> I think rich. It would... Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I must have come from Gox. I think at this point, those five gold would be worth negative gold. Right, JR, JR comes over to all of at... you and hands each of you a rock with googly eyes. Oh. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Thanks, JR. Thank you, JR. I got a discount. Forever. You got a discount. Good job. Good job. <laughs> First time visitor. 
You're right. probably the first. You're probably the first Warforged they've ever seen. Maybe. I was told I am the third. Oh wow! Okay. Well, that's even more curious. <laughs> <laughs> gnomes, though. I mean. Yeah. Gnomes. Oh, true yeah, gnomes. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna put this little little rock thing in Maybe my bag. Maybe bucket visited. Maybe. Father did not tell me that he came to visit here. Maybe not. I think that one of the other ones was actually a Modron. What's a Modron? Oh, wow. Sort of like Warforged, but bodies are geometric shapes, forms, and they have lips. So they're circles, spheres, and cubes? Affirmative. Huh. All right. Well. Like fleshy lips? Yes. They are a mix of biological and technological components. Oh, okay. I guess that I guess that works. I mean, if they're, they exist, I guess it. Um, let's go see dinosaurs. Okay. And zombies. Yes, yes. Let's go. Um, and zombie dinosaurs. Yep. To the volcano. Oh. Off we go. Okay. Uh, so as you continue. Heading towards the volcano, which, by the way, is an extinct volcano. There, no one has hinted that you're going to see like flows of lava pouring down the sides, and you know all the things that you would expect to see from an active volcano. It's been extinct for a very long time. Or extinct volcanoes are the coolest thing. They have you lava tubes. Think, you wouldn't think that you wouldn't think that volcanoes would have skeletons, but over time, the volcano skeletonizes, and then. It's just, and then you can put it in a museum. It belongs in a museum. Okay, Carbonite gave me a pop-up saying, hey, would you like us to start backing things up? And I clicked the nope button. Oh, no. you got to change the day Carbonite backs oh, no. yourself up. There we go. Pause it for another two hours. If we're still playing in two hours, something's right. gone horribly and wrong. something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something's gone or wrong. horribly right. Hmm. Either way. The seventh zombie T-Rex. That's <laughs> Zax throws the hammer of Thunderbolts. <laughs> okay, you're going to fight Zombie Malathomax, the ancient green dragon from the first campaign. Wow. Oh, no. Ancient green dragon, Draco Lich. Wow. At this point. Quick, Chroma, get in its mouth. <laughs> no! <laughs> then open the bag of nope. I don't even... Okay, yeah, I can do that. Look, I artificers can't even cast Dimension Door. That's okay. You have a barbarian. You can be yeeted. Yeah. Oh, no. Canonically, you have been. <laughs> have been. At least some of you have been. Yeah. Look, someone needs to be thrown into the dragon's mouth, and you're the one wearing half plate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's how that would go, too. <laughs> you know? Half plate does not provide resistance against draconic stomach acid. But never mind. <laughs> or breath weapons, for that matter. Okay, so this path that you're walking on, uh, it's, it looks like it started to grow over a little bit, but it has definite evidence that it is a well-worn path. Like, this was used a lot, perhaps for 15 years or so, <laughs> uh, perhaps even longer than that. It is possible that at the end of the Season 1 campaign, a bunch of <laughs> different adventurers that only included... Well, that included several kobolds that you know and care about yeah. um, took, I- including, in one case, two kobolds played by the same person, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
and neither of them was a gold dragon yet. Yet. One of them is still not a gold dragon. <laughs> One of them is still not a gold dragon. Yes. <laughs> and enjoys glitter a lot more than the other. Uh-huh. Yes. Matter of fact, if you look closely, you can see along this trail, yes, that does appear to be a pile of glitter. <laughs> is it pink? I've heard stories. <laughs> it, well, it's... <laughs> the, there are all the colors of the rainbow. Oh, that's, that's never cool. coming out. It's just part of the it's jungle cool. now. <laughs> it's glitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Off of the distance, you see... Uh, a pterodactyl flying through the air. It sparkles slightly. Wow, that stuff gets around. <laughs> it's just part of the ecosystem now. It's like micro beads of plastic. <laughs> uh, you think precipitation goes away after an hour? Nope. <laughs> Not if it's glitter. <laughs> Not the glitter. In my game world, that's canon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's a fairly uneventful trip for most of the time that you're walking. Uh, the trees are providing a lot of shade. So even though it is daytime, it is not, in fact, a, a bad situation for you. None of you is going to be making um, perception checks at disadvantage, which is good because make a perception check. Nice. <laughs> oh, no. That's what we call a segue. Mm-hmm. My passive perception is 19. <laughs> okay, so yes, you don't have to make a perception check. Say that I again. got an 18. 15. I somehow okay, got a 14. So okay. Wow. Chroma and JR are not noticing this at all. JR got a, a five. Oh. <laughs> and what was... JR is staring at the rock thing with the googly eyes. <laughs> they're moving it like it's trying to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm staring the... at JR's rock thing with googly eyes. <laughs> um, actually, does this count as a forest? Um... You already got a 19 from passive perception, but what else yeah, would you I'm, like? I'm just wondering if it should be a 23. <laughs> <laughs> a 19 is over what's needed, I assure you. Um, uh, and I see an no, 18 from... Uh, forest, is my, forest is my ranger favored terrain type. This is jungle, so technically it's similar, but not really. Okay. Um, and just for ref- just just to point this out... I do see the 18 that Zenosha got, which is also a success. So all of you that made your success, you hear a roar, more than one roar, possibly, off the trail. Can I identify the direction? Yeah, over that way. Can I identify with the, the creature by the roar? Like, have well, I fought one in training? Or? How many of you have trained against dinosaurs? I might have. God, turns into okay. <laughs> Give me... Uh, including a T-Rex. Including canonically a T-Rex multiple times. Absolutely. So because of that specifically, because of that reasoning, give me a survival check. Ooh, nice. Okay. And I have a 15. Yeah. You're pretty sure that is the sound of a T-Rex. Possibly more than one, or it's an echo. All right. That's a T-Rex. The player happens to know that T-Rexes are beasts. (laughs) And beasts happen to be Neri's favorite enemy. Huh. Dinosaurs are on my checklist. I want to test out my coffee. What? Your coffee? coffee? Oh, no. Uh-huh. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> I recall holds, testing out coffee with uh, Chroma before. Chroma holds up a flask that does appear to be full of some kind of brown liquid. I am not sure that is safe to be ingested. Hey! Yeah, it will require testing. 
I have my bow right. trained on the direction the roar came from. I wanna How close is that? I want to fight a T-Rex. Like, that isn't Gox. <laughs> Although Maybe a fun. few minutes of fast travel through the jungle. Okay, this will only last a minute, so I'll wait till we get close. Gox yeah. is regretting his life choices. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fight a T-Rex. What, do you want the coffee? I mean, it will be the first time it's tested. Wait, what? I'm going to head through the forest, through the jungle toward the T-Rex. You're going to have to catch up with JR. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to follow JR. I follow! JR's got a lot of fight. Through the jungle. That's for sure. I went to see a dinosaur. And I am keeping an eye out for T-Rex movement. I won't have to look too hard. They're kind of... Uh... As a reminder, at this point, I ignore three-quarters cover for the purposes of to-hit rolls. For the record, if the T-Rex has three-quarters cover, that's a big frickin' tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a lot of trees in between us. Uh, or another okay. dinosaur. <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know. I think the mountain's a little farther away than the T-Rex. Yeah, based on you're the not quite there yet. <laughs> ferns. Yes, all the ferns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm very good at spotting my enemies right now. Okay, well, it doesn't take much to spot them. There are, in fact, two T-Rexes, and they appear to have cornered a Triceratops that has been holding them off with its horns, but it has taken a few licks. Oh, well done. Wow, that's an interesting battle. Is that normal T-Rex behavior? Uh, they eat stuff, and... How far away... Wait, 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 wait. Uh How far away are we? I would say that you are, you're maybe 100 feet away. The T-Rexes have not noticed you. If, if you decided this is nature, we're going to let it take its course and head back to continue the adventure as intended, you can totally do that. But if you would rather uh, do Whoa. what JR is doing and approach the T-Rexes, funnier. then you can do that too. This is funnier. Because JR has not stopped. JR is still continuing to get closer to the T-Rexes. JR, stop. Why? Tactics. I promise you will get to hit them. Oh, we're fighting? Should I drink the coffee now? It's drink not about now. hitting them. I drink the coffee! I don't think... Wait, I don't... Uh, it's about well, saving the small one. Zax, <laughs> throw your hammer. Really? All right. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Great! Are we far enough away? I mean, we'll oh, get I back up. We are 100 feet is far enough away. Okay. Before we start fighting, I should summon my turret right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to throw the hammer at which one? Well, roll for initiative first. <laughs> Can I summon the turret before initiative? Yes, I, I'm going to say that you've summoned the turret before initiative, but let's get these numbers in. I have once again got Hi, a 15. Same as Neri. <laughs> yeah. Gotta oh, wow, ties. this is going to go well. I have haste up and I got a nine. Aw. <laughs> And where is Zenosha's roll? 19. Okay. Uh, Zenosha's going first. Guys, do we have to fight them? We can still just back off. JR's got a bucket list. T-Rex. I mean... The bucket list is not as important. And and Chroma's got a bucket list. Full of coffee. No, at this point, technically Chroma is the one full of coffee. Yeah, that's probably right. Okay. Yeah, Chroma's yeah, got a better, bucket list that's you, ne- currently empty of coffee. You'd better let Chroma get it out of her system because you there really you want know. to spend the rest of the hike with Chroma full of coffee. Oh. Okay. Let, okay. 
Well, let's so. let Zach stun him first. Right. Okay. I'm going to assume that Zenosha and Snacks and Neri hold their action. Is that okay? Fine by yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then, right. Zax, it is your turn. Okay. So, I'm going to get ready to throw it. I've got um, a 19 to hit. That will oh. hit. <laughs> Here we go. All right. All right. Roll your damage. damage. It's 17. 5 plus 4 plus 8. Okay, now it's only damaging one of the T-Rexes. That's fine. Well, it's good because it's not going to damage the Triceratops. But it's stunning um, everybody in a 30-foot range. Yes, which yep. you are not within 30 feet. I'm not? No, nope. so we're not we're stunned. We're 100 feet away. Oh my gosh, I did it right this time. <laughs> That's why it's I It's about to do it. tactics. Did we stun JR? No, JR... Did the JR is also not within 100 feet? They were stopped. Good. Uh, DC 17 so, Constitution saving throw. So I need to roll higher than a 17 con. Yeah. Does anybody from the first campaign remember what the T Rex's Constitution save is? No. I have the stats, and none of them have plus seven, which means that one's no good. <laughs> uh, that one's no good. Huh. That one's also no good. That one was the high. The the T the the Triceratops did the best job. They are the best swimmer in <laughs> the kiddie pool, but they're in the deep end. Yeah. So okay. yeah, they're all stunned. So, so for my turn, I'm going to try to line up both the T Rexes so I can get them in a straight line in 120 feet. Is that possible? Yes. Then they have to make a dexterity saving throw of 17, which I'm not sure they... They are stunned. Get to right now. <laughs> they literally can't. They're stunned. They're stunned. They can't. I think best case in scenario, that, they'd be rolling a disadvantage. But they have, a, case, they have a dexterity of 9. Oh, Here's my damage to both of them. Wow. It makes sense that they have a low dexterity. They, they, they're not very good at like fine hand-eye coordination. Little bitty arms. <laughs> but they literally cannot see. Okay. So Zax is gone. Zenosha's gone. Yep. We got Snacks and Neri. Snacks, it's your turn. Uh, we're, we're quite far away. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're about 100 feet away. You can close to 70 with a yeah. single movement. See, I have this little stick that my, my boss gave me. It throws fireballs. Oh. Don't hurt the Triceratops. I'm not sure. Oh. Don't hurt the Triceratops? No. JR oh. likes the Triceratops. Uh, then perhaps we will go with just trying to... Ooh. I don't want to send out a, a, an elemental here. I don't think that's what's called for. Uh, uh, maybe not. I don't know. So I think we'll just try... Well, I also don't want to set fire to the jungle that we're in. That could be bad, too, I suppose. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll try some snowballs. Sounds like and a plan. So if it's a deck save, they will automatically fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's throw some cold damage. And let's see. We'll, they'll each, the two Triceratops, or the two T-Rexes will take 11 points of cold damage. The the snowball swarm doesn't expand as much as a fireball. Okay. All right. And so now the only person who is holding their action that has not gone yet is Neri. Are... The two T-Rexes within 10 feet of each other, but not within 10 feet of the Triceratops? Triceratops. They're all very close to each other. You you could angle an area of effect thing to not hit the if Triceratops, I, but... If I hit a T-Rex with an arrow, is the... Mm. 
if you fire an arrow into the air, it will come down. You know exactly where. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the question is, uh, I'm wondering if I can do bursting arrow. So um, the Triceratops the target- is the small dinosaur, and that's considered huge. The target and all other creatures within 10 feet take 2d6 force damage. I'm trying to figure out... It's 11 at night. The DM will allow it. All right. Then I'm taking two shots at one of the T-Rexes. Okay. Uh, One, 17. 17 hits. Two, uh, 31. (laughs) That one's a glancing blow. (laughs) All right. I mean, it hit... the, the, The 31 hits it twice. (laughs) <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so that's nine damage from the first shot, ten damage from the second shot, and ten damage to both of them, and then to the second one using action surge. Uh, 25 to hit? Yes. And a 23 to hit? Yes. For 14 and 14 damage, so a total of 28. They're bloodied. Okay, uh, next up is the first Tyrannosaurus. It's bloodied, and it lays there and regrets life choices. <laughs> Chroma, are you ready to begin testing? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, so I have a speed of 60 feet right now, and I would like to go all of them that way. Okay, you're 40 feet away. Fantastic. Um, That's some me... exceptional coffee. Uh-huh. Haste. <laughs> well, there, I thought you said paste. <laughs> I'm like, I won't explain a lot. <laughs> oh, hey, my force ballista has a range of 120 feet. Click boom. Oh, wow, we're on a jungle adventure now. Fantastic. I'm guessing we're not on the moon again. Right. And that's probably not going to hit. Oh, uh, let me check. Actually, that hits. Tyrannosaurus are quite large. It, it's a yeah. really big target. It's it's hard not to hit a T Rex. Um, Tyrannosaurus are kind of like they're such a big target. They're the ones that have the grocery store over to one side <laughs> and, the, and the Starbucks built in. So, uh, my turrets do three D eight damage now. So that's ten force damage, and um, so. I probably shouldn't use up too many of my spells too quickly. Hey, I'm going to Ray of Frost. I'm going to raise my gun and fire. I didn't put Hunter's Mark on that. A 23 is going That's to hit. To <laughs> uh, that would have been a bonus action anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I am using my Arcane Firearm. So let's see. And that lets me add. Okay. So that will be 13 cold damage. And hey, so I have haste up right now. And that means that I get to make a weapon attack, too. So I'm going to fire my sidearm. That's the thing, though, Matt. Because of the build that I'm using, I get a bonus action and an action surge. And I get two attacks per action. Okay. I wasn't sure if anything else you did also required a bonus action. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The the build that I'm using right now is ridiculous. And, um, well. And we don't have pack tactics yet. Not yet. (laughs) Right. Because even if you consider the Triceratops to be an ally, it's currently stunned. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up is JR's turn. Well, actually, I want to, within five feet of the creature and and the ally isn't incapacitated. 
Eh, true, but I'm still not going to say the T-Rex, the, the, the Triceratops is your ally yet. <laughs> right. Okay, fair. Let That's JR, fair. JR get do in what there. JR wants to do, and perhaps you will have an ally, <laughs> but that will require JR to make an animal handling check. For the record, I am looking at JR's animal handling stat. Yeah, don't don't look at JR's. My animal handling stat is very good. JR's, so, uh, let's so. Ellie, a stunned creature is incapacitated. Oh, really? Okay. Oh. Yep. So, okay. well, even darn. if it were an ally, can't help. So, um, this is not the I'm first time. Triceratops, though. This is not the first time you have encountered coffee in this campaign. The first time mm-hmm. was, in fact, a brew that Jr. had made. You may recall, early on, I said that at the same time, oh, yeah. JR, when Jr. picked up Paladin as a career choice. They also picked up alchemy they, as a they hobby. Picked up barista as a right. It's a side gig. <laughs> this was the first time Chroma was given coffee. Mm-hmm. And I think it affected her by hasting her the first it time did. too. It did, in it, fact. Mm-hmm. It was also probably the first yeah. time that Jar was told to stop giving things to Chroma. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Possibly by Chroma's mother. I'm not saying that's exactly what happened, but it may have occurred. It could have been the entire rest of the campaign crew. Who knows? <laughs> no, Where no, is was, the was bottom Neary. of my mouse? Uh-oh. It was Neary. Putting dents on the inside of the Red Star. It was Neary. Okay, well, JR pulls out a similar-looking vial of brown liquid. And you wouldn't think a Warforged can make use of potions. but they're Oh, yes, I would. But apparently they can, because JR drinks it, which means that JR now has a movement speed of 60, and they double move. Haste, friend! They pass you. They they do hold a hand out to give you a high five on the way. (laughs) (laughs) If JR is double moving at 120 feet, not only do they they pass Chroma, they pass the (laughs) T-Rexes. They do go past the T-Rexes. Maybe he's stand the between them and the Triceratops, and Aww. they stand there With and the hold up their shield. Noise. <laughs> there, there are in fact two gouges in the ground where Jr. slides to a halt in position <laughs> and does a spin in 180 degrees to be facing the T Rexes for when they start getting up. Jr.'s got a lot of fight in him. This is fantastic. Uh. Remember how many hit points JR has? <laughs> yeah. Oh, not fantastic. Okay, it's the Triceratops' turn. It regrets life choices. It's been regretting them for quite some time now. Uh, other Triceratops, uh, other tri- Tyrannosaurus. No, no. They both begin with T. Very different animals. Um, it is their turn. They also regret life choices. We are back up to the top of initiative, Zenosha. Okay, let me check one thing on my... Can I get to a point where I'm not within 60 feet of any of my allies? Uh, well, two of your allies have done their uh, best to make sure of that on their own. <laughs> yep. um, yeah. But Snax, Yuri, and Zax have not moved from their location, and neither did you. So, Well, no, you... wait a minute. Zenosha did. Zenosha went around to the side so that, so oh. that she could get both of the T-Rexes on the same line. You know what? I will allow for that retcon. I was going to say you were coming at them from the side, but it's eleven seventeen at night. Sure. Okay, because if I can get 
to a point where I can get both T-Rexes in a line without being 60 feet within of my eyes, then I can throw another lightning bolt. So, yeah, all you got to do is back up 30 feet or move forward 30 feet. Or go around the perimeter 30 feet. Well, she, she's got to get the T-Rexes in a line. Well, currently they are on the ground, so... They're not going anywhere. <clears throat> not yet. Soon. So, do they have to make a dexterity save this time? They can't. They're still stunned until Zax's turn. Yep. All right, so this one I'm making hammer. a very loud noise, but if you're not within 60 feet, it only comes across as a loud noise, not something to stun you. And this is the first time I've gotten to use the lightning twice. Oh, yeah. 37, 37 points damage, of damage. Baby. Yep. Huh. How do you want to do this? Wow. <laughs> Remember the scene in Ratatouille where he accidentally cooks his meat when it gets struck by lightning? Never seen the movie. <laughs> yes. I think he said he's never seen the movie. Oh. Oh. Is there a gift for that? Uh, but I have seen foodstuffs cooked with electricity being piped through it. Sometimes it explodes. Can we, can we see the skeleton of the T-Rex? I'm not saying you can't do it, but... Uh, Archbeth, yes. That's probably what happens. <laughs> that, that was my assumption, but I have not seen Ratatouille, so I don't know what Cindy is describing as Zenosha's choices. Oh, jeez. So it ends up a little blackened, and they end up getting kicked off of a roof, but the meat itself is still in one piece, although their hair is standing up. <laughs> okay, well, there's a significant number of feathers. Wow. Oh, boom. Okay. Oh, fireworks going off in my background are suddenly appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, that's one of the T-Rexes. The other one is still alive, but very badly burned. Um, <laughs> snacks. Uh, Would you like to remedy this? I suppose I should. I will trot forth a little bit closer and... Uh, we'll start. Well, well, you know what? I think we'll uh, look at my. Oh did no, I, I would. Did I miss a turn? I'm lost. Um, no, it's uh, okay, you, cool. last turn. Everyone held their actions. So Everybody you waited the hammer. until uh, you went. Got it. Got it. So this turn, you and I go at the same time, and I'm letting you go first. <laughs> okay. I think we'll just throw. Uh, oh, that's too short. Uh, no, I will. I will. Since we're going to be in this jungle for a while. Uh, I will armor up uh, just in case things go badly. So I will not end the other T-Rex. Why would you assume oh. that anything would go badly in one of my campaigns? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, but I will move a little closer. I will move my 30 feet and cast my armor spell. And okay. that will be the end of my turn. So you get a little bit closer now. Yep. <laughs> a little bit closer now. A little bit closer. Okay. And now we're going to get a little bit louder now with Neri. Uh, I'm waiting for that. Okay. okay. Well, I'm for Zax, that would be get, fitting. Yeah. I'm going to get my hammer that's over by the T-Rex. Okay. I don't know what if my you, movement is, though. To I don't know it, how far I can... I don't know. I am going to say that last turn, just to make sure that you were within minimal safe distance. Right. Okay, maybe minimal. <laughs> which is but minimal. Now. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. You had yeah. moved at that point, which means if you double move, you can pick up your hammer. Okay. But that means that your action is done. That's fine. Okay. Got my hammer. I can so now you're standing time. next to JR. All right, JR. Let's do this. I think we have been doing it. Yeah. 
by the way, uh, I was debating if you didn't come over to be within range, having GR use their next action to toss you the hammer. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was thinking about it. But they probably would have instead used their action to heal the Triceratops. Maybe, yeah. Uh, if they're throwing okay. the hammer back at me, would, we have, you know, like Captain would JR have been able, <laughs> Thor. Would JR have been able <laughs> to pick up the hammer, though? Oh, yeah, you're right. JR doesn't have a very high strength modifier. They would have gone oh. to pick up the hammer and just push their feet further into the dirt. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Neri, you have two non-incapacitated allies within melee range of a stunned T-Rex. Oh, so are you telling me I have pack tactics? Yep. That might, in fact, be a thing that you have. Mm-hmm. 32 to hit, Oof. 29 to it hit. <laughs> and, oh. Sorry, before I attack, <laughs> I'm putting Hunter's Mark on the remaining T-Rex. This is like, you, you carefully line up the shot, and then you go, oh, wait, bonus action. Okay, <laughs> now <laughs> you carefully line up the shot. Exactly. <laughs> this combat is what one could call a softball pitch. <laughs> so, let's see. One, two, and one, two. Thirty-five. Total How damage. do you want to do this? Wow. Two arrows through the head. Okay. The skull is quite thick, so the arrow would have to go further than the length of the arrow to get to anything damaging. Yeah, um, but I'm really good at what I do. With the amount of damage you did, I would say that you could come over and pick up the arrows because they went out the other side. You know, I sort of expected T-Rexes to be tougher. Not against us. Huh. Well, I, I did throw again. two lightning bolts at both of them. Yeah. Yeah, we had two lightning Game. bolts and a Mjolnir. I mean, the wrath of God <laughs> was coming down on them. Yes. <laughs> we are very good at what we do. <laughs> All right, so what's up with the Triceratops? Is it still stunned or did it run away or what's it? Well, the stun wears off at the end of Zax's turn, which has just yeah, ended. just ended. And combat has also just ended, which mm-hmm. means we are out of the initial order, which means I don't have to wait for JR's turn. Actually, I think JR was... Uh, no, Kermit would have gone first. Uh, JR immediately attempts... Oh, I've been disconnected from... Oh, no. Yeah, it happened from again. From what? Um, from Twitch. Oh. It's still recording. Oh. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, JR is going I, to... Sorry? Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm waiting for JR. I am looking for their spells. Okay, they are going to attempt to cure wounds. I am using that spell slot. To assist with animal handling, so they are rolling with advantage. Can I well, go over and could, assist them? Um, it would not give double so advantage. That, so that they are giving me advantage? And we have reconnected to Twitch. All That's right. nice. Oh, no. That's a wonderful little interruption there. Um, JR uses cure wounds so that he can get advantage on animal handling. I'm well, asking if they, I can assist. I, I know so what you're it, asking. But at the same time, I already rolled for JR. <laughs> and uh, I got a 2 and a 15. Oh. Friends! Okay. So I not, roll anyway? You may certainly roll anyway. Um, so uh, with a plus 9, how's a 29 do? <laughs> JR will try very hard to not be jealous of the fact that the Triceratops really likes you more. Oh. <laughs> oh. But congratulations, the party now has a mount. 
Wow. Interesting. Considering how large a triceratops is and how small kobolds are, you can all fit on top. Yeah. All right. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. (laughs) It's the one time I do a ranger thing and it works. It worked good. Hunter Smart worked every time you remembered it. Yeah, every, well, exactly. Every time I remembered it. But that's not a ranger thing. That's a bow thing. But that, let's face it, that's a ranger thing. Um, Other classes can use it, but they don't need to. The rangers make them all feel bad and adequate. Uh, (laughs) There we go. Let's do a few quick plugs. First of all, going down the list here, Ellie runs a social network. European, Japanese. (laughs) (laughs) USB. Firewire. Token ring. Oh, wait. I recently acquired oh, an old that, computer that has a FireWire port on the front of it, and it oh, amuses goodness. me highly. It's a desktop. that It came with Windows 10 Pro on it. I am surprised it runs Windows 10 Pro. Oh, yeah. No kidding. I, I have installed Linux on it. it. It dual boots now, but never mind. Good for you. Yes. But with that said, Ellie runs a social network, elek, E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z is a Mastodon-compatible network, so if you are on ActivityPub, you can follow many of us there. Those of us who have accounts on that network have our information in the show notes for our social media type stuff. And if you want to join, ask for an invite. Yes, we can definitely uh, generate those codes for you. Speaking of you, LFA. (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of LFA's friends, EO, well, EO's mom writes books. You can get those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Oddly enough, apparently there are more authors out there than J.K. Rowling. Hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Apparently, there was J.K. Some Rowling about that. invented women writing books. Yes, in the nineties. <laughs> what I've been told. Wait, that's not a thing. So we're recording this in early July, by the way. If you want to go back and find out when the internet blew up about someone making that claim, yeah. Never mind about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Archbeth predates her writing anything. Exactly, yeah. um, and, it, and I choose to I choose to read predate as be a predator. Oh, <laughs> I see that. Yeah, that's valid. I am going to smile, not to move forward. Okay. Uh, so Heck, Elizabeth, I predate her writing anything either. My first publication dash, was nineteen ninety one. Elizabeth Dash McCoy dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is late, and I'm trying to get through the credits. <laughs> Jen writes books at bookofjen.net. Uh, she I has a blog books, and podcast. Not, yeah, I do have books. I've got some poetry books somewhere, but um, it's not on bookofjen.net, but that's where you can find uh, a bunch of blog stuff, a lot of video game stuff, strange things I write about whatever, and um, a lot of Diablo stuff. Just put a Diablo video up today of a gameplay uh, for season 21. There and we've been disconnected from Twitch again, because of course we have. Eh, whatever. Well, Matt, yeah. we're, we're, still, we're still recording. So, Matt, your brother-in-law writes books. Is that right? Do I have that he right? He does. He does at uh, nogodsbeforeus.com. All right. There are a lot and of books being plugged. <laughs> I am Cindy, not complaining. you're fantastic. A wild Aristobulus appears. <laughs> Cindy, That's I'm how you sell Minari. Books Cindy, or library. Do, do you have anything you want to plug? No. All right. Well, you're still fantastic. You're ama- You're an amazing person, and we're we're all thrilled to know you. Thank you. Co-signed. Yeah. Co-signed. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And until um, 
Oh, you have finally reconnected. Just in time to say goodbye. (laughs) Right, yes. By the way, if you're interested in Mastodon, you haven't heard about it before, go to guidetomastodon.com and you will find my increasingly less brief Guide to Mastodon. Which is a brilliantly (laughs) named thing. It is. I love that name. All right, well, until next week, when we go on for too long again, and disconnect again. Uh-huh. I'm Ellie. <laughs> this is Crash. Everybody saying, introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is Crash saying OBS has disconnected from Twitch again. Aww. Good night, everybody. Good night. Please, OBS, let me click on the buttons. OBS oh. is not responding.